Okay, hello everybody, welcome back. Uh, this is Weekend Waffle, my name is Muhammad Loga, and this is the weekly uh, podcast episode show series where I just waffle about what's been going on in the past week. Uh, for everyone or anyone that's new here, my name is Muhammad Loga. I'm a third year medical student at the University of Leicester. And if anybody has any questions or anything related to applying for or studying medicine, or any comments or anything, just want to say hi, <laughs> go for it. Uh, the Instagram is mzl underscore eighteen, and we've got links to everything else in there. Otherwise, uh, email is also mo m o dot weanswer at gmail dot com, all one word. So yeah, I guess we'll just jump into it. So as usual, we'll start off with uh, placement sort of things. Um, I'm on medicine placement at Peterborough City Hospital. And this week, I'm recording this on, a, on Sunday the 14th, but this week um, was our second to last week. And yeah, so a lot of it was just preparation for our end of block exams. So in Leicester, um, at the end of each placement, you have a end of block mock exam. Um, and generally these are, are written exams and also um, OSCEs or practice exams or practical exams. Um, I can't remember exactly what OSCE uh, stands for, it's, it's kind of long. Um, but anyway, we had those on Friday and Saturday, so Friday was a written exam. Uh, we had a SBA, single best answer, which is multiple choice, and SAQ short, short answer questions. And these, the med schools kind of moving towards um, them being online on our iPads or, or laptops, if, if, we, if our laptops are compatible and if we want to do them like that. And yeah, so yeah, so this week generally was pre- preparation for that rather than um, just going to placement and doing quote unquote normal stuff that we would do and just trying to consolidate all that knowledge that we should have learned <laughs> over the over the past eight, eight, eight or ten weeks, I guess. Um, on Monday we had a revision session from one of the CTS, so the teaching fellows that does our teaching sessions. Um, it was a very much case-based discussion and I think we had like 25 different scenarios which is very good to go through and he kind of highlighted, basically we had a, they sent a feedback form a few weeks ago or last week and um, you can put your topics that you might not feel strong in it and you try to um, kind of those into this sort of sort of quiz and yeah really 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 good and then Monday evening uh, we had a one, another one of the insight sessions so these are revision sessions for the younger years and this was on GI unfortunately um, there was lots of technical issues and we didn't get around to it and yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a weird session but hopefully um, the students that are in the younger years do manage to get something out of it um, and like I said, the rest of the week, rather than being on the wards and aiming to be on the wards all the time and just getting a feel for the environment and getting loads of things done specifically, um, on Tuesday we decided to go into the wards in preparation for our OSCE. So for the OSCE, one of the stations is um, an examination station, so there's no better way than practicing examinations on actual patients and sorry, history taken as well. So, um, for the med block, you want to do cardio, resp, GI, or, or abdo, um, diabetic foot, 
um, thyroid, I think, but the main three are cardio, rest, and abdo. So we decided to kind of aim for those, and there's groups of us um, that are that tend to go to placement together. And in Peterborough, you're put into pairs for the for the weeks where where you're supposed to go into certain wards that we've been allocated. So we just went in. Um, one of us would do history, and one of us would do the examination, and then we'd alternate in marking each other. So for the examinations, there's a kind of a mark sheet that you have to kind of tick all the boxes essentially. Um, but yeah. And then the rest of the week was just um, so in Leicester for medicine. There's a workbook, and in the workbook there's I can't remember exactly, but there's like fifty, sixty scenario cases. And these scenario cases are like pretty much all of the conditions that we need to know and um, they're in like the format that they could ask, ask questions in for example um, myocardial infarction heart attack and we're like what are the risk factors what's the complications what's the treatment what's the management um, so it's very uh, comprehensive uh, workbook uh, and I highly recommend uh, people to go through that and um, in Peterborough anyway, we have to get a uh, sort of consultant tutor feedback form filled in, but we don't have consultant tutors for, for some reason, I don't know if they normally are supposed to have consultant tutors and because of COVID we don't, but we don't have consultant tutors and generally on the wards, we, I haven't interacted or seen many consultants anyway, I'm, m there's so many more regis, um, regis, registrars or um, foundation doctors. So, like I said, we don't see, we really see a huge amount of consultants and we don't have a consultant teacher, so we're trying to figure out who could actually sign it for us and um, the teaching fellows are the ones that will manage to do it for us this time. And he was like, just make sure you've done the scenario cases because it is like one of the criteria for for the feedback. Um, so, I'm lucky that I started it last week. I was going to start it this week and I would not have managed to finish it. Um, and what I tried to do was go through the whole questions um, all the questions without um, looking any of the answers up just to see kind of where my knowledge is at by the end of the block and then go through all of it um, have the Oxford handbook um, to hand um, have the lecture notes um, to make sure I've got all the answers there and hopefully when it comes to exams um, I could just go through those again um, as active recall etc etc um, so yeah and talking of exams uh, I think for when I'm preparing for mine, I was definitely planning on getting past med for the, so past medicine is a question bank they have online. So they have it free for 12 months for the first to third year um, question pack. But these are very um, preclinical, pathophysiology, biochemistry, I think kind of things. Um, so they're not hugely relevant to what we do in our third year at Leicester. Our third year at Leicester is much more clinically based and um, yeah, so those wouldn't necessarily be too relevant. Um, but I think it is a good idea to re revise that anyway. Um, but what I'm thinking of doing is getting past med for the finals edition because for the finals edition, um, it is more clinical relevant and relevant to us. And um, yeah, hopefully it should be a good way of doing active recall. And yeah, there's also something called pass test, um, which apparently um, one of the teaching fellows told us that Apparently this is more suited to Leicester specific. So I'm possibly could be getting that as well. Um, but I'm not really sure. Um, because I think some of them were like six months. Um, but our exams are in like June. So I only really ne 
really need three months. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll go from there. Um, and then on Thursday, we had a simulation session. So these sessions are really, really interesting and really, really good in that the clinical scenarios are pretty much all written out um, from the teaching fellows and we kind of have to just act through the scenarios. Uh, so there's a group of six of us and two um, pairs will do each scenario and there'll, so there'll be three scenarios and the rest of us will kind of be the actors and then the teaching fellow will be the examiner and he'll like, control all the slides and if we need any uh, investigations or anything he'll pull those up um, so I think the first one I was a nurse and tried to be as incompetent a nurse as possible and um, tried to be as busy as possible as the nurses are I'm not saying nurses are incompetent they're very good um, but I just tried to make it difficult for them and then the second one I think I was the ED registrar um, so yeah, it, they're very 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 helpful because they're they're supposed to mimic lifestyle scenario, um, lifestyle scenario, real life scenarios, and sometimes the teaching teaching fellow will base it off his actual experiences, which is really good. And yeah, it's just very different to what you see on the walls, and what you can actually do on the walls, um, because there's no doctors there; it's just us um, doing everything, pretty much. Yeah, um, so I think that pretty much takes up to Thursday, and then, like I said, Friday we had our SBA and SAQ. Um, Hopefully they did okay. I think for me, um, like I so said, these are mock exams, so they don't really count towards anything. Um, so it's not really about ranking or getting being better than others or doing getting a certain amount of points or whatever. It's just um, seeing my progress. Is my revision relevant to the questions that they ask us in the exam? If not, what are the questions they ask us in the exam and how can I tailor my revision next time for that? Um, is what I have done in the past eight to ten weeks of the placement relevant? Have I used my time wisely, and um, does that translate to doing well in an exam? Um, and then, like I said yesterday, we had the OSCE. Uh, for some reason, they told us to be there super early, and it didn't start till late because I guess they're running behind. But yeah, as uh, so like I said, there were six stations, two were rest. I started on a rest station. Wonderful, <laughs> and then. Um, there was a clinical skills station, um, history taking station, um, uh, examination and assessment station, and kind of interpreting results slash prescribing station, um, which is very, very helpful and very good. Kind of messed up the prescribing one. Um, you do get the BNF in front of you, and I accidentally looked up MRSA versus just cellulitis caused by staph aureus, uh, which meant I got the antibiotic wrong, but hopefully shouldn't be too bad we've got feedback um next week which should be more detailed regarding the oski and yeah i think that's pretty much most of the week and thankfully this episode should be much shorter than it is has been i've been aiming for 15 to 30 minutes but it's been pretty much 30 every single time um but yeah that's placement done um i guess we'll move on to anything else we'll move on to football first i think last week i I hadn't talked about the Man United match, but awesome, had an awesome game. It was amazing uh, to see Man United beat Man City to finally end their unbeaten run. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't really mean a huge amount because they're going to win the league anyway. But United, they need to not get caught up in a top four race like Gary Neville uh, keeps mentioning. So yeah. Uh, and then midweek, we've had Champions League uh, and Europa League. 
So um, I was actually planning to watch everything on Tuesday um, because I was watching Kermode. So Mark Kermode, he's a movie critic and he came out with a secret to cinema. So just, um, he says cinema. So that's why I said cinema. Um, series about different genres of film and the last one was from series one was about um, horror films not really a horror fan fan so I was kind of wasn't really listening to much but yeah he's a massive horror fan so it's interesting to see what the kind of the things that make horror films what they are and yeah I guess I'm, d I'm done with that pretty much um, and yeah so I finished that and then I was like let's check the scores and UV portal was still going on and they were going to go into extra time so I thought I might as well watch it and for some reason I couldn't find any good streams and the only stream I could find was uh, Sky Italia one so uh, listening to football in Italian is great um, yeah and I've posted some stuff on Twitter as well you should follow my Twitter everyone if anyone is on Twitter is mzl underscore 18 as well I've been I've been active in retweeting things I don't know if people actually see the stuff that I'm retweeting but hopefully you should um, because I don't really know what to say on Twitter, um, but yeah, that was Tuesday, Wednesday we had Barca, PSG, um, Barca were coming out attacking like crazy first half, um, and they had many, many, many chances, and Messi, Messi's goal was just unreal, um, but unfortunately, unfortunately for PSG, they got knocked out, um, and then we tried to watch, uh, so we have a projector, so that was on the projector, and on my laptop, we had, um, Liverpool versus Leipzig, which is very great to see to see Liverpool going through. Um, and then Thursday was United in the Europa League versus AC Milan, and yeah, they just didn't play very well. Like United's season is, you could describe it as inconsistency. Their season is categorized by inconsistency. They played amazing against City on a Sunday, and then you come to play AC Milan, they do well to go ahead, but then typical. Um, can see the corner in stoppage time and then you can see the goal which is great <coughs> anyway we move on for that hopefully next week um second leg's a bit more fun because united are away um anyway i think that's everything to do with football uh friday night we watched um but i watched we were planning on watching uh the departed anyway um but for some reason my laptop was just not very loud was the departed was just not work, working very well or um actually departed was too long so we decided to watch knives out and then knives out my laptop wasn't loud enough for some reason and then my mate he's got an alexa as well and even that it didn't really make much of a difference and i really really wanted to watch knives out and my mate to watch knives out for the first time and i've seen it already so i know how good it is um but we didn't manage to watch that we watched the death of stalin instead uh, so this is 2017 comedy satire film. I may have mentioned it already, but as it says, it's the, about the death of Stalin. Um, but it's a written and I think it's written and directed by Amanda Iannucci. And it's such a funny, funny film. It's obviously not about funny things <laughs> um, like the death of Stalin and the destruction and the amount of people that he's uh, sentenced to kill, essentially. Um, and just how horrific it was in in the Soviet Union back then, um, but yeah, it's the way it's written is such a funny and ironic film. Um, yeah, so the main characters are Steve Buscemi, he plays Nikita Khrushchev, Simon Russell Beale plays Laurenti Beria, he's like the um, secret service, the people who essentially 
like the intelligence service that kill people essentially um plays an amazing role jason isaacs is um uh zukov so he's like the general of the army and jeffrey tambor is malenkov <laughs> jeffrey tambor is such a funny actor he's so funny um and he's like the assistant like the, the second in command so when stalin dies he has to eventually be the leader of um so he essentially but obviously the committee um makes decisions michael palin so funny as well he plays molotov and yeah there's a bunch of other actors as well you've got um <clears throat> stalin's two kids which come in paddy considine as like the radio moscow person and yeah it's just like i said it's such a funny film and the way then it is just amazing and yeah highly recommend it and the, one of the best things is that no one has Russian accents. They're not putting Russian accents on. It's just them doing their normal accents. Um, and it's just, it just gives a different, like, layer onto how funny it is. And then, because our exams are finished, and WandaVision is completely out, and I haven't watched any of it yet, um, decided to watch that. And we watched um, four episodes yesterday. They're like 20, 20 minutes, half an hour each. Um, and hopefully we should be finishing the rest of it today. I have it started off very very weird I just had no idea what was going on and then basically I've seen like stuff on Instagram and Twitter and just online about what's actually happening so I had a feeling of what was going on and but it was just really interesting to see it and yeah Marvel Disney they're gonna they're doing amazing with their TV shows and yeah um, I think even if I hadn't heard that it's got good reviews and I hadn't heard from people that it's really good um, just the fact that marvel have that buying power of their films are so good that it's just like i'm gonna watch anything that they make regardless of how people may see it. i'm i'm literally i just i don't care it's gonna i'm gonna watch it um so yeah one vision really good i mean like elizabeth olsen and paul bettany as wanda and vision are just their acting's amazing because i don't i, I don't know if i want to give spoilers or not um but yeah it's their acting's very 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 good um and then, and then you've got Catherine Hahn normally she's like a comedic actress I think but yeah she plays um I thought her plays I thought her name's uh, um Agnes is I'm, I'm on google it says Agatha and obviously we've seen I've seen the memes of her and when I saw the moment of the huge I was like yo that's the that's the bit with the memes um and yeah episode four we've just met um Kat Dennings Darcy from Thor um and from Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel's friend Maria, her daughter, because obviously the time shift, she's like much older now. And Randall Parker's Jimmy, he's he's such a funny guy as well. And yeah, hopefully, um, should be finishing the rest of it today, and it should be fun. And yeah, I think pretty much gonna end most of it there. I just want to talk about a few other things. Um, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but the Lightkeeper's daughters by Jean Penziwal. I finished this last weekend, or last Sunday, um, I finished all of it. Um, and yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, it's about the Lightkeeper's daughters, essentially. And, um, but the story kind of flips between, um, I guess you could call it the present day, where there's a girl called Morgan, and she somehow meets um, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is one of the Lightkeeper's daughters and they've got something in common but they don't really know what it is and they seem to be connected but they're just trying to figure out how essentially 
but yeah um highly recommend that book and yeah let's see what else nfts i don't know if people have heard of nfts but they're they're pretty crazy at the moment so non-fungible tokens it's like uh, for example it's like jack dorsey had his tweet and obviously anyone can see his tweet but you can essentially own the tweet because it's, it's encrypted by the blockchain which is crazy to think about and yeah so the highest bid was 2.5 million i don't know how much it actually sold for but it was pretty crazy and just as the other day a digital artist called beeple um basically i think christie's like an auction house for art and they did their first ever digital art and they did it as an nft and it ended up selling for 69 million dollars which is just unreal um but the art the art is actually it makes sense it's a very very good art piece i think it's called five thousand days and essentially he the artist made an art piece for five thousand days or for like 13 years and he's been posting that on instagram he's got like millions of followers anyway but because he heard about all of this he made that into a massive collage and he decided to sell it as an nft and it's ridiculous 69 million dollars is just unreal uh, but i mean hats off and this nft thing is a bit crazy at the moment um yeah i think is there anything else i want to mention before the final thing that i want to talk about um no so i want to talk about um the whole sora or sarah everard thing so in the i'm not sure if anyone's heard of it but in the uk um there's a lady and she basically was I don't, i'm not sure about the specifics but she was basically kidnapped and murdered by possibly a police officer in the uk and she was just like walking home um from somewhere and because of this rightly there's been a massive um awareness of um like women's issues and the issue of women uh, just in society i'll have just not feeling comfortable very well not very well i'm just I'm, I'm not great i'm waffling essentially but yeah i've seen lots of things online um and like the the fact that um the hashtag not all men is is a thing is just it's yeah it's pretty stupid um it's like the black lives matter and then you have the hashtag all lives matter or blue lives matter it's a bit it, it is ridiculous and well obviously it's not all men because um that's just because then everyone would be in jail essentially but the fact is that women are generally um i don't know how to, i don't know how to say it very well but the violence against women is generally perpetrated by men so obviously women women don't know which person it's going to be so obviously you're going to be wary regardless it's like the i guess someone analogy online of like hashtag not all sharks like not all sharks kill people but people are generally still scared of a shark um so yeah i think um i'm just gonna get up a instagram post from only scrums i think um and he's normally he's a food account i follow him because he posts amazing pictures of food so only scrums put a post and he said it's not a food post um but he felt he had a responsibility because he's a man and he has half a million followers and he's saying it was international women's day last week or the other day um there was a whole megan and harry story situation going on um and she's she talked about her suicidal thoughts and then piers piers morgan was just like no she's lying and then the sarah everard thing happened 
um, as she was walking back from her friend's house. Um, and then the fact that men were talking about why didn't she take a taxi? Why was she alone? Why was she? What was she wearing? Like this is like it's just it's just irrelevant. No one's talking about that. Um, the whole point is that women are supposed to like be able to go out like not fearing for their lives essentially it's like the whole black lives matter thing black people should be or people from um, whatever race should feel comfortable going outside and yeah we need to work on this and the guardian thing of like 97 percent of women or young women have been sexually harassed in some way is a pretty ridiculous statistic and that's crazy um that's pretty mad um so he's given a few tips i just wanted to, to kind of echo that um, number one, if you see someone being harassed, or a woman um, specifically, uh, but just in general, walk over and support them. Um, if they're walking alone and you're there as well, um, either keep a distance or don't like keep the same distance between them. As in, you can, because you can, if someone's like keeping the same distance between it, it's a bit weird. Um, to kind of cross the road or just go past. Um, when someone talks about it or says that oh I've also been uncomfortable or someone did this and it didn't feel right, don't say don't like apologize for that person. Just kinda of say sorry and you can explore it if you want and escalate it. For example, people have talked about um in medicine when consultants who are generally old white men have said we have said inappropriate comments. Um, you gotta in that in that situation you gotta escalate it to the appropriate people. Um, and then the biggest, biggest, biggest thing is probably just lads, when lads are together and they talk about things, um, just the fine line between joking and just being very disrespectful and having the wrong attitudes um, towards women. Um, yeah, just say something, don't just be quiet. And yeah, and hopefully we can keep working on this and yeah, sort this out and just get better. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, hopefully not to end on too much of a sad note. And then actually, yeah, and then we're talking about talking about this, and then they had a, a vi- I don't know what they call it, a vigil. Um, so there was like a peaceful protest, I guess, with like people with like flowers and candles, um, or like women with flowers and candles, and the police just decided to, um, like, be violent towards it. I'm not sure exactly what's happened. But the police response wasn't ideal. It was a bit like the whole point of it is to um it was a peaceful protest and the whole point is to, to highlight um just like violence against women and then the Met Police what do they do? They do violence against they perpetrate violence against women. Um I'm not sure exactly what's happened, but yeah. That's that. <laughs> um, hopefully everyone has had a good week. Um, yeah, it's not been too traumatic. And yeah, uh, I think the COVID first restrictions in the UK, like the first stage was this week. And yeah, we can keep carrying on and get vaccinated. And everyone takes care of themselves and everyone around them and has a good next week. And yeah, as usual, any questions or comments or feedback or anything, I'd love to hear about that. MZL underscore 18 on Instagram and Twitter. And thank you very much for listening, everyone. Take care, bye.